with many people kicking off solo careers and various 2D projects welcoming new groups into their ranks, it may have happened that you missed some of these in this jam-packed year. As such, it's time to talk a bit about the biggest things that happened in the CU industry, namely the unexpected solo debuts and the new 2D groups and CU units that joined in and are already impressing everyone. Let's kick off this episode of CU Lounge. Welcome to Sale Lounge, I am your host Vanessa and today's topic is the big solo artist and 2D group debuts of 2022. This is the first out of several episodes to be released in the next couple of weeks about the big happenings in 2022. This time around you and I are going to cover the solo artist and 2D group debuts. Do know that when I mention 2D group debuts that it is exactly what it is. I won't be talking about new groups from new 2D franchises. I will be talking about new groups added to 2D franchises that did not debut this year. Without further ado, let's talk about some of those debuts. Solo Artist Debuts 2022 was, for a change, a year in which not many say you wanted to try and give a chance to be a solo artist. It seems crazy that after all the galore of solo debuts in the last couple of years, things would eventually quiet down. Surprisingly, most CU that were being pinned as the most probable solo debuts in 2022 did not come even closer to the music industry this year, focusing instead on other projects, practically catching up to the lost time during the pandemic. It is understandable as taking a leap towards becoming a solo artist can be time-consuming and should be done at the right time to avoid not standing out, even if they have the best marketing team behind them. Lost time, especially when the CU industry is ever-changing, is not advisable and as such, in 2022 we only got two solo debuts and only one of those was actually considered successful. Tomohito Takatsuka The first solo debut was early on in 2022 by Tomohito Takatsuka. For those that may not be familiar with Takatsuka, he is a voice actor with very few roles in anime, with his biggest credit so far being in the Idol Master Saidem anime series. He's an okay singer, but he has never shown more than the okay in his performances as a member of Byte. Thus, when his solo debut was announced, my first reaction was, why? If you've been following the episodes of Seiyu Lounge, you are well aware of my stance regarding solo debuts given prematurely to Seiyu that have not proven a thing to earn them. I've said that rushing through solo debuts can instantly kill a Seiyu solo career, regardless if they have talent or not, because they barely have any fans to sell their music to 
people won't feel drawn into picking up their music, perhaps will have the curiosity to check online, but that's all. And of course, if the Sayu has barely proven that they can sing, why give them a solo debut? Don't get me wrong, Tomohito Takatsuka has potential if he sets his mind to becoming a good singer. However, he has never realized it to the point that he is active in some 2D music projects or that he is turning heads with his voice acting, thus taking a leap to the music industry would be a good way to cash in on the exposure he would be getting. He's far from being popular or a rising star, things that usually help, especially early on, in getting people's attention when making a solo debut. And he is barely in any 2D music projects in which he can showcase his skills or even improve them. So when you look at Takatsuka's profile so far, his solo debut literally arrived out of nowhere and without a justification. People did not understand why he was given a solo debut when others say you, perhaps more experienced and with a proven record of being good singers, continue to be overlooked and not given a chance. I honestly do not understand why this solo debut happened this early. Well, if Takatsuka's solo debut is only to release a CD per year to celebrate his birthday, I can sort of understand, but even so, that's a unique opportunity he is not going to have ever again, and that went down the drain as his solo debut absolutely tanked even before release. On social media, there was no interest whatsoever prior to the CD release, and that reflected in poor sales way below 800 copies and complete radio silence ever since. Was the timing wrong for Tomohito Takatsuka? Yes, the solo debut could have happened a bit later in his career, when he was more comfortable as a voice actor and got a bit more experience as a singer. There have been countless seiyuu that have made supposedly late solo debuts. Just look at Kentito, and those worked for them. Waiting for a moment in which his name brings some attention was essential, and it was completely missed. Was Takatsuka unlucky to release his single close to some of the biggest CD releases of this year? Yes, also this. When Takatsuka announced his solo debut, all the attention was on Toshiki Masuda's Midnight Dancer, Yumuchida's Good Mood, Somasaito's My Beautiful Valentine, Jaroaxia's Freestyle, and Makoto Furukawa's Ware Bara Niinsu. Too many big names were making a comeback release in late January 2022 or early February 2022. The attention of the public was definitely elsewhere, not on Takatsuka's solo debut. Could Dream Music make things happen differently, especially already knowing that those CDs were going to be released close to Tomohito Takatsuka's solo debut CD? Yes, but at the same time, I believe that the music label was betting on people feeling curious about a name that is not commonly active as a solo artist in the middle of that comeback streak of releases. But that strategy didn't end up going well for Takatsuka. 
As far as the quality of the music in Hoshinooto, it was far from remarkable and ended up not bringing anything new to the Seiyu music panorama, nor did it make Takatsuka shine. The songs were generic at best and the performances, even with Takatsuka's effort, were forgettable. To me, this debut had everything wrong right from the start and I honestly don't know if Takatsuka will continue his journey as a solo artist after that. Is there room for improvement? Yes. Can Takatsuka turn his career around? He can, but it will be really difficult to do so after such a cold solo debut. The other solo debut belonged to Kentito. He is a good example of a Seiyu that wasn't expected nor pointed for a solo debut, given how long it was taking for him to actually announce it. Not many people believed it would happen, however, with Yumake basically on a hiatus and a lot of demand for Ito, it ended up being something natural. So this debut is the polar opposite in terms of having or not having everything a Seiyu needs to make a solo debut. In this case, Kentito did have everything and more to warrant a solo debut. He is extremely popular as a singer and rapper for some of the most popular 2D music projects. He is active in plenty of 2D music projects. He has his own band with Yoshiki Nakajima, you make, and has been actively composing songs for 2D groups and other projects. He has a track record of being an insanely technical singer as well as a crafty songwriter. He may not be in many anime series, just like Tomohito Takatsuka, but his work alone in the music side of the seiyuu industry plus his popularity more than begged for a solo debut one that I feel has arrived at the right time in his career as he is now in the height of his popularity. So with everything he needed to make a solo debut, Kentito announced he was going to take his first steps as a solo artist with the release of a digital single, one that would feel the pulse of his fanbase while being relatively low cost for the music label. Mayonaka no Love arrived with a stylish city pop sound and a mature performance by Kentito. This ended up being one of the most buzzworthy songs released in 2022, something that quickly led to the announcement of the release of Kentito's first EP set for a release in 2023. There is something that these two solo debuts show really well, although there is no perfect time to make a solo debut there is a sensible one. Making a solo debut is a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity, it shouldn't be wasted with subpar music or with a music label that doesn't believe in that Seiyu's quality or potential. Becoming a solo artist is something that Seiyu from all walks of life and with more or less popularity now can achieve. It seems more than ever that music labels now only care about having Seiyu making solo debuts just for the sake of saying that the Seiyu in specific is signed to them instead of nurturing talents or investing in talented Seiyu that are not usually given a chance because of their looks, despite how skilled as singers they may be. Seiyu Unit Debuts 
This year was quieter when it came to Seiyu Units debuting. There was only one taking its first steps in 2022, Polish. Polish features the vocals of Haruki Ishia, Chikahiro Kobayashi and Eiji Takeuchi, co-hosts of the radio show Ishia Haruki Radio de Migaku. Despite the fact that the lineup features two Seiyu talents that have been growing in popularity thanks to the Hypnosis Mic franchise, what stands out the most is the fact that the Seiyu unit is performing basically simultaneously as characters and as themselves. And that's because they are performing as the characters they voice in the radio dramas. So you could say that this Seiyu unit is almost like a mix between 2 and 3D, which is quite unique given that they stem from a radio drama. 2D Group Debuts Things had a better rhythm in the 2D side, with plenty of 2D groups joining already established 2D franchises. I'll go over some of the biggest, but I believe there were many more that went under the radar. Paradox Live, Welcoming, Visti, Amprul, Inmate and Goko Luck. Despite having been announced in 2021, Paradox Live's Visti, Amprul, Inmate and Goko Luck only started their activities in 2022. And they managed to add a unique spice to the franchise by bringing K-pop inspired music, regal style of hip-hop, loungy hip-hop and rap rock to the spotlight. While there was a lot of variety coming from these crews, with Amprul and Inmate standing out the most for their passive-aggressive style of rapping, none of them were able to advance to the next stage in a fight to become the next legend in the franchise. On my end, I feel like all four crews arrived as direct rivals to all original groups. However, instead of building up their repertoire and making the crews more well-known among fans in order to create an exciting and certainly more balanced set of matchups, they were immediately thrown into a fight to become a legend. Are you even surprised these crews were defeated? Because I am not, it was expected. Still, it is good to see that the Paradox Live franchise continues to invest in high-quality music, putting the spotlight in niche subgenres of hip-hop, while continuing to make sure each crew is truly unique and distinctive in sound and vibe. As a fan of hip-hop, I couldn't ask for more. Technoroid welcoming Karakuri Shinshi and DMA. The Technoroid franchise added two new groups to its ambitious lineup. The project, created by Noriyasu Agematsu of Utapri and Visual Prison fame, is all about its heavy EDM sound, with some dashes of hip hop and pop, and counts with a lineup that mixes young, promising Seiyu talents and established Seiyu. And in 2022, joining the series' four mainline groups were DMA and Karakuri Shinshi. DMA counts with vocals by Daiki Hamano, Ryohei Shioguchi and Tatsuyuki Kobayashi. This is a group known for its intense sound that brings EDM and hip-hop together to create a powerful set of performances. For fans of trap music and heavy EDM, 
this group arrived to shake things up. On the other hand, Karakuri Shinshi counts with the vocals of Kenji Nojima, Shunichi Toki and Kentaro Kumagai. The group has a soft, refined EDM sound that lends a lot from pop music and makes the best out of its sound with a stellar lineup. The Gamdoll franchise welcomed Raze. Gamdoll is an original mixed media project that puts in the same stage idols and gambling. The project follows the idol groups Gambit and Raze through voice dramas and music releases. But it wasn't until 2022 that Raze would join this franchise. The EDM slash dance group features vocals by Shohei Komatsu, Tetsue Sumie and Hayato Dojima. Their debut single Highlight wasn't particularly remarkable, especially in comparison to Gambit's debut single. Still, it showed the potential that there is for this lineup, especially on the vocal end. The Tokyo Color Sonic welcomed Team 5, which is basically Tomoe Miyazono, voiced by Yoya Hirose, and Oshiru Sakaki, voiced by Yuichiro Umehara. In February, the Tokyo Color Sonic franchise welcomed a new team to its ranks, bringing Yuya Hirose as the new vocal in the franchise and Yuichiro Umehara voicing a new composer in the franchise. This was one of the most surprising announcements of the year in the 2D music industry, bringing two coveted and incredibly popular talents to the increasingly popular Tokyo Color Sonic franchise. While I still haven't listened to the entry by Tomoe, voiced by Yuya Hirose, it is no doubt that the franchise only won with the addition of Yuya Hirose on the vocal end, not to mention that when the time comes for the drama tracks, having Yuichiro Umehara in the lineup is a massive plus. Zings from the Kamikuzu Idol anime. Zings consists of Shun, Horie and Fumie Imai stars in the music and comedy anime series Kamikuzu Idol. The duo made its debut in 2022 with the release of the single Koi no Bang and made some heads turn with their lineup and sound. On my end, I can't comment about their music beyond these because at the time of recording this episode I have yet to check their music out. Still, having Shun Horie in a 2D group is always a treat and there is certainly some curiosity from me about how Fumia Imai sounds like when singing. Vedlip Vedlip arrived to dazzle everyone. The a cappella group part of the Aopella franchise arrived in the second half of 2022, ready to impress with a lineup that will make a lot of 2D franchises envy them. On the vocal end, Vedlip counts with Yuma Uchida, Kensho Ono, Natsuki Hanae, Taku Yashiru, Takuya Masumoto and Shunsuke Takeuchi. Absolutely stellar lineup that covers all the vocal ranges from tenor to bass. While the group has yet to release original music, their cover of Odo made a lot of heads turn around making Vedlip the most buzzworthy 2D group debut of 2022. Seraphilite from the Heavenly Helly franchise To wrap up this feature is Seraphilite, group part of the Heavenly Helly franchise. 
This was a group that arrived a bit out of nowhere, especially when the focus in this project is on making talents from Awani production stand out and then Universal Music Japan ended up casting Seiyu from different agencies to this group. Don't get me wrong, Serafilite has a stellar lineup that includes Shugo Nakamura, Daiki Hamano and Shunichi Toki. The only problem is that their music is heavily edited on top of a really glitchy style of EDM, something that completely overshadows the potential quality that this lineup could deliver. Out of all the new 2D groups, this is the one that frustrates me the most because the lineup is absolutely perfect. The music, however, is far from being it. This was a deep dive into all the big debuts of the year, or at least the ones that I consider to be the big debuts of the year. As you may have noticed, solo debuts were kept to a bare minimum, with very few Seiyuu deciding to give it a chance to the music industry. On a similar note are the Seiyuu units. The few that debut are all connected to radio shows, something that, in a way, shows that Seiyuu units are less and less appealing nowadays. On the other hand, there were several new 2D groups joining already established 2D music projects. The variety of music genres, the transition to bringing new talents versus picking already established ones, was something that stood out. On my end, I was quite impressed with the solo debut of Kentito, that despite coming across as unexpected to me, it was the one that immediately caught my attention through music. As far as new 2D groups go, I've immediately fell in love with Amprul and Inmate in the Paradox Live franchise, and I love the fact that Makoto Furukawa has been a force to be reckoned with as part of Goku Luck, and of course, Vedlip has a dream lineup that is making me quite excited about what they have to offer. Now tell me, what was the solo debut that impressed you the most this year? And did any of the new group debuts spark an interest in you? Let me know in the comments on YouTube. And remember, leave your comments as complex or as simple as they may be, and you can be featured on upcoming episodes of Seiyuu Lounge. Hit the subscribe button if you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss the Hand at Feeds HQ's weekly mail Seiyuu and music-related content. I'll return next week with another episode of Seiyuu Lounge. Thank you for listening and I'll see you guys around. <laughs>